0: So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Holidays bring with them a lot of memories, expectations, traditions and emotional stuff. That can sometimes be tied in with food too, for many different reasons. So let's take a breath, take a step back, and investigate holiday traditions. Welcome to the From Scratch Body. This is something that I really care about, that we remember that traditions are there for you, not the other way around. We humans make a lot of things more difficult than they need to be. We create conflicts and stress and problems for ourselves, even when things could be quite a bit easier and even fun. Holidays are fantastic and meant to be relaxing, but how often are they, really? If your answer is always, I don't stress about that stuff at all, then great. Maybe you can share this episode with someone you know who isn't quite as zen as you. Traditions are lovely, they bring people together and they create wonderful memories and great conversations, anecdotes, and a great familiar feeling, but life is not always very helpful when it comes to trying to do everything to plan. The last couple of years have certainly showed us that. Sometimes we forget that traditions are there to serve us and not the other way around, if a tradition doesn't serve you anymore, or at least not in the way that you're doing it right now, it is a hundred percent allowed to reevaluate, change, or even drop traditions completely. Food is a huge part of tradition around Christmas and other winter holidays. And no wonder, in many parts of the world that celebrate during this time, it's a cold, dark time, so what is more tempting than staying indoors with comforting food and hot drinks? But what often happens with food traditions is that they get more and more elaborate, a lot of pressure is put on making the food perfectly, and the pressure is on even more if it's something you only eat and make once a year. So here is my tradition enjoyment checklist, just to make sure you actually have fun this holiday. Are you actually enjoying the food you're making? How does the rest of the party who will be eating it, family, roommates, friends, feel? If you're making an elaborate, or at the very least a time-consuming meal, like a big roast for example, it's really just silly to be putting in all that time and effort just because that's what people expect, or because your parents used to do it, or whatever reason you continue with it. Now, I love an excuse to make both Norwegian and British Christmas food. I absolutely love it and I love eating it too. But I know a lot of people who are not that keen. It's important to both not force traditional food onto someone else or to force yourself to make it just for the sake of it. Maybe if you have a conversation with the others in your household about it, you'll realize that everyone is happy to go for something a lot simpler. On that note... If you are the person in your household who most often ends up cooking and you feel you're expected to make a big traditional holiday dinner that you're not actually that interested in, get the rest of them involved. If it's important to them, then they can certainly get involved if that is what you would like. I prefer to be alone in the kitchen personally so the way someone can contribute for me is to come in occasionally and check if i need a top up of red wine yes please and to not question the mess i'll tidy later okay if you are nervous about messing up a meal you're making for your family or friends it is totally legit to practice if you are doing a few different dishes for example you can try one here or there in the weeks leading up to a christmas party or meal It will get you in the spirit, too, and make everything go a bit smoother when it counts. And again, you are allowed to ask for help. People usually love helping, you know, so do remember that. Have a backup of a couple of ready meals. Now, when I say ready meals, I mean they can very, very easily be your homemade ready meals in the freezer that you actually love, so if something went wrong you can just laugh at it and still be fed instead of panicking about what shops are open. Be respectful of other people's dietary restrictions. If you have always done a turkey for your family but someone has decided to follow a vegetarian or vegan diet, for example, they're not doing it to make your life hard, I promise. People don't want to inconvenience most of the time. But if people have dietary restrictions, there are good reasons for that. Ask them if they can help you with their part of the meal or if they have a favourite Christmas recipe that they can send you if you want to make it for them. Try something new. Learn about holiday food from other countries. They might be quite similar to yours but just with a little twist and often you'll find that the flavours and spices that make the food hearty and Christmassy will be in there but maybe in just a slightly different way. It's a nice way to change up your traditions instead of just having regular non-holiday food if you decide you don't want to continue with your old traditions. Remember to have fun and not worry so much. If the meat is a bit dry, the gravy is a bit runny, the vegetables are a bit mushy, I bet you it's probably going to be delicious still. It's not such a big deal. The point is to have a nice time to relax and be with each other. How do you make sure that you enjoy the holiday period and traditions that come with it? Message me on Instagram at the From Scratch Body and I will happily share your tips. Now we're looking ahead to when you have a bit of leftover turkey later this month. We're making turkey and broccoli bake. I love this one. When you have some leftover turkey, or chicken works too, but you've had enough of heavy, greasy Christmas meals, this is a brilliant leftover dish where everything bakes together for some warm, cheesy deliciousness. There is lots of room to make this your own. You can keep it low carb with just the meat and broccoli. You can also add other veg you have left over, like carrot and sprouts, for example, or you can add a bit of cooked rice if you want a fuller meal. It's delicious topped with some chopped almonds, but again, you can cut this out if you wanna lower the calorie count. Either way, this delicious bake is something I always come back to. So this is the turkey and broccoli bake with cheese sauce which makes one large dish, so that's two to three people. You need about 400 grams of cooked turkey or chicken, one large broccoli head, and add any other leftover veg you have, as I said, carrots, sweets, sprouts, parsnips, et cetera. one small onion, half a cup to a cup of grated cheddar cheese, it depends how cheesy you want it, about half a cup of milk, two tablespoons of butter, And any seasoning of your choice, you definitely want a bit of salt and pepper. You can add some spices and herbs as well if you like. Some optional additions, mushrooms are great in there. I definitely always do almonds on top. And some cooked rice if you want to make it fuller, like I said. Or anything else that you want to add. This is a very versatile dish that you can pretty much do whatever you want with. A perfect leftover dish. Preheat your oven to about 200 degrees Celsius 390 Fahrenheit. If your turkey or chicken is uncooked, then cut it into small pieces and fry it in a pan with some oil until it's just cooked through. You can err on the side of uncooked here as it will go in the oven after. Put it in a bowl and let it rest. In the same pan as you cook the meat, gently heat up the butter and add sliced onion. Cook this on medium heat for at least five minutes and make sure the onion goes soft. You can add a bit of water here if you need to. If you're adding mushroom, then do it now after the onion has cooked for about five minutes and let that cook together for a little bit. Then add the milk and cheese bit by bit and add seasoning as you wish. Make sure that the mix is nice and thick but still runny. Gently cook the broccoli and other veg, remember that broccoli takes very little time to cook so do that one last, until they are slightly soft but still have some resistance. In an oven-proof dish, add in all the broccoli and other veg at the bottom, then top it with the turkey or chicken, and pour the cheese sauce all over it. You can top with even more grated cheese if you like. My recommendation is definitely roughly chop up some raw almonds and sprinkle over the top, But it's totally up to you cook in the oven for at least 20 minutes until the cheese is nice and golden and enjoy did you make the turkey and broccoli bake i'd love to see it share on instagram and tag me at the from scratch body and i will see you next week